That's when you know your shit fucked up. When you don't even need words. You just, hmm. Oh, guttural utterances. That's, that's what it's on right now. We on guttural utterances? Utterances? I'm on some fucking... This ain't I incredible don't hope. Do guttural, I, don't, I don't usually make guttural sounds publicly. You know what I'm saying? I don't even make them when I'm alone. Like, I... I defecate so quietly and so quickly that it should go in an almanac. <laughs> I'm dead serious. There's not even a poop. It's a poop. Look. It could have already happened three times and I don't even know. All I'm saying is I defecate like Michael Jordan used to dunk. Okay, are you sure you want everybody to know that? Because you know everybody always listening. Feds always listening. Girl Scouts be listening. I'm I'm using the correct word, definitely, because I don't want anybody getting twisted. I don't do this in front of people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody coming in there looking for nothing while I'm doing it, you know. And, you know, I've been around people who shit on people because that's what they do. I I just started defecating last year. (laughs) I just started. I'm 45 years old. You can ask my 23-year-old daughter, you know, when she hears this, this will be the first time that I'm admitting to ever defecating in my life because as she was growing up, I told her, no, don't nothing come out of your mama asses but rose smells. It smells like roses. So, so you knew the defecation. Yes. Yeah, I you, mean, like. Have on, you been enjoying it? On the cool. <laughs> I didn't even used to poop. All that shit started happening at the same time. What's this on TV? Coco Brown? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is my my favorite. No, my second favorite television show from Ghana. Charlie One Plus One. Charlie One Plus One. Hey, I know the damn answer. And they learn by life. Okay. Hey. So I watched the episode without you. Remember, oh, remember, one? Uh, Charlie One Plus One. <laughs> Remember when he was clowning the dude, like, uh, daddy, you don't know your daddy is. We got HIV, then gave it to her. All that. Yeah. So I'm watching the episode later on, like two episodes later. Dude came back looking for Charlie One Plus One with two homies. He was trying to get. <laughs> he was going to fuck Charlie One Plus One up. Charlie One Plus One. Yeah. About to get it. But the, <laughs> but the other homies who, who he drink he drink with, they was like, you need to go on, you know what I'm saying, about your business. You know, he's the truth. You know what I'm saying? You got your feelings hurt. It be like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes. Speaking of hurt feelings, this loyal motherfuckers, I'm fixing to go into my training day. You know, Denzel. Disloyal ass motherfucker. And the problem with that, I just have to pay homage to that. But everybody overdoes that scene. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody know. Well, I, okay. I was finna say, don't nobody know this little motherfucker. Like, I know this little motherfucker, but then I thought of Jesus. But see, I don't really know Jesus. And them, yeah. niggas, and them 12 niggas he rolled with that wouldn't even stay up all night with him. You know what I'm saying? When, when the day before he was probably finna die, you know what I'm saying? He asked them, everybody, you know what I'm saying? was like, oh, man. You know, you know I could have stayed up all night with Jesus. I could have too, but he. But, <laughs> I mean, you know I'm always he, up anyway. He had to have who he had to have with him. But aside from Jesus. And Jezebel, don't nobody know this loyal motherfuckers like I do. This Denzel don't even know this loyal motherfuckers like I do because he kind of had that shit coming. Yeah, 
I'm not saying I don't have it coming, but I have it coming because this is what God placed me in life. Hold on, Ife. You know some people will try to pain Trump you at this moment. Like, oh, I know this because I've been through that. I know this because I've been through that. But we ain't talking about them. I'm going to tell you like this. I have a speech impediment. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I actually have a speech impediment. And anybody that can verbalize their greater depth of pain than mine is full of shit. Because my pain is so deep, I just started defecating last year. This is trying to tell. <laughs> so, you know, I know everybody got their own situation when they were 17 and all this, that, and the third, but, you know. So, if you ain't had the shit scared out of you, like literally, the shit scared out of you for decades, don't come around this motherfucker. Because you happy, you've been wiping your ass for you years. You know what, because not, not, you're not even like a rookie. you like a, <laughs> a, a kindergartner. Is that, yeah. is that how they say it, Because uh, I told you, we're mixing the two languages tonight. You're a kindergartner. Not a kindergarten person, because that sound like that came from the German language, but you a kindergarten motherfucker, and you don't know what's up. You a kindergarten ass motherfucker, one plus three ass motherfucker, thinking it's 17. You know, I, I, I'm, mm, I don't think I could have been born into a worse situation than if I had been a born on a slave ship midway across the ocean. Shackle. I would have been shackled for sure because they would have murdered my ass because I'm, I'm not cooperative. I feel like I was born during the Middle Passage. I was raised Chinese. <laughs> and I'm living like a nigga. And I got the soul of a goddess. So where does that put me? In a frustrating era. A frustrating couple of eras, if you think about it. Having to deal with disloyal motherfuckers. Having to put up with the monsters of society. Because you know society is a monster in itself. And it creates so many different monsters. Speaking of monsters. <laughs> my mama. Married once. I'm sorry, but I, when I was 17, I'm sorry. What are you saying, man? I got I got caught up in you know in my own pain. I started you know what I'm saying I, I didn't pain Trump. I came with the the little Joker, you know. Never stood that shit between the big Joker and the little Joker, but that that was I, I'm gonna admit that was the a little, joke is a joke, that was right? a little Joker pain Trump move right there. But it was because I zoned out to back when I was 17. Yeah. But when I stay in the moment. You know, which I am, you know, I, I'm in the moment. Uh, then I find that I'm really only concerned about what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm honest enough to, to let it be known that when I come out into the world, I offer something. And I expect if you don't want to end up eating in a pot of beans fucking with me, you need to bring something too. If you don't want me to eat you, you better bring something for me to eat. Well, see, the problem is and motherfuckers I, ain't on that 
telling people straight up what they got going, what they want to do, how what they can do, because everybody's always overestimating them own their own selves and overselling themselves, trying to come up. That's the problem. And it's hard when you got people telling you straight up like it is, not trying to sell you no dream, let you know that, hey, there ain't no such thing as these uh, happy endings. There ain't no happy endings. Life is going to beat I you. I mean, except for the massages. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, don't, you know, I, I yeah. had another life before I was you know, doing this podcast thing. And so sometimes, you know, like, you know, like, I, you know, said my, mm, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> except for massages, there ain't no happy endings. But you got to go to the right parlor, too, because it ain't a happy ending at every parlor. You got, well, I don't know. Is it? Is it happy ending every last one of them? I believe that's the selling point. I, I, I believe that's the selling point. It's, it's, a, it's a, uh, uh. It's, it's, it, I mean, if it was me, you know, I would just call it starch removal. And then I feel like, you know, maybe you could keep. The, it's the a well-known secret. No, because then if you said starch removal. And you know, in the advertisement, yeah, because isn't that? I mean, is that starch or the protein? What would you be removing from the the body? Ejaculate is a protein, but it's sticky. It can, it, it can I just have to believe it's got, it's very starchy. It's... I believe you know. I mean, like before, I, when I was you know, when I was, I'm gonna go deep, real deep. I'm gonna go back, back in the time. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three decades and eleven months. Okay. I in my mind before I actually saw ejaculate, I figured it probably looked similar to oatmeal and rice. <laughs> now that you know, as a grown forty-five year old woman, I find out I am not too off. Now that before anybody say, "No, what kind of niggas you been fucking with?" They got chunky shit and they fucking no, that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the starch. Versus, you know what I'm saying, the goodness, which would be protein, protein that in my young mind, child's mind, probably felt like oatmeal. Well, it's not oatmeal. It's it's definitely a slime. No, I'm just saying that you got to understand, like, I, this is just never having seen it, never having touched it. You thought it looked just, like oatmeal. I'm I'm working. I'm thinking about the consistency. I'm like, hmm. Well, had you seen? Oh, you hadn't seen it, so no. You just heard. No, people I mean, I hadn't seen it, it in person. You just heard people talk about it. Yes, and I, I'm okay. Well, I'm saying that because I wouldn't know it. No, so I hadn't seen it either. Yeah. But you know, it was like it was so. It was this this point in your life where I didn't know because it, we hadn't gotten that point. But it's real close when you finna see it for the first time. That's why you zoning in on what it must be like. Yeah. You know, it's like the spiritually, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. Yeah, bitch, you about to find out. <sighs> I forgot why I was talking about semen and ejaculate. <laughs> hmm. I seen my first ejaculate at 10, 11, somewhere around there. It was my own. And my babysitter showed it to me. But that, that, that's different. Like, didn't you kind of know it was already in you? I don't know. I just, no, I'm saying it because as a boy, you, you know, even, you know, you're getting a fucked up, you know, sexual, you know, pornography education, you still know it's in you. I'm saying, like, 
don't you know if oatmeal or rice is in you waiting to come out? It didn't feel like no, it no, oatmeal man, or rice. Before that, all of before that, before that. No, I want you to speak with in in the ignorant. No, I didn't. I did you not. You think rice and oatmeal was just waiting to come out of there? I did not expect that to happen at all. No, not that. What did you expect to come out? I didn't expect anything to come out. I didn't know anything about so it. So you had never heard about it before it happened. No. Nah. Oh, okay. I understand. No, nah, see, during this time, all she did, like, it started off with her letting me kiss on her, and then she told me to kiss on her other lips. She told me to let me know that she had another pair of lips. So this is your pre-masturbatory experience, first yes. pre-masturbatory. Okay, I got you. And you remember you said, like, she was a director, and you, you damn right. She's a goddamn director. Mm-hmm. She, had, she had the shit set up that she liked going on all the time. But, see, in my mind, because, you know, I was... As the white folks say, precocious. Yeah. I would have thought about you at that age. And I'd been like, see, no, he's shooting blanks. He's probably come out like skim milk. It wasn't shooting nothing. No, but I'm just saying, but I'm thinking about the first time. Because mind you, all of this that I was thinking was before any contact. Yeah. Just vivid imagination. You didn't know it was out there to come out. Yeah. So. I didn't know nothing was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know exactly what the fuck's coming out. <laughs> you think? And I wait for it all the time. Like, Yay! Hallelujah! <laughs> I mean, we come a long way from now to then. Or from then to now. Pardon my uh, drunken slur. I'm not drunk. I have not been drinking feds, FBI, HEB. I'm just taking sips of Gatorade mixed with nothing but Gatorade. <laughs> you know, I, I can tell you something about semen. I, I don't know if you believe this or not, but I have actually been ejaculated on before. Uh, what woman hasn't? See that you've been... Now... When I have gotten ejaculated on and got into the shower afterwards, the showers that I take are so hard, hot, I mean, that ejaculate ends up looking like scrambled eggs on my body. Uh, I'm telling you, I have to break out apricot scrub. Uh, like my shower is so You're touching so on my, my fears. So... I feel like I wasn't too far off from the oatmeal and the rice. Mm. You ever fucked around and put too much water in your rice? Mm. And you know, yeah. Yeah. That's nasty. See that, you know, that's my fear is those diseases, sicknesses. I wasn't talking about diseases. I'm talking about how hard you got to wash your ass. No, but that stuff looks like that to me is what I'm saying. No, it looked like, you know, you ever seen a white person with... It ain't right. Oh, it just looks like you got an egg on you. It ain't normal to have what? egg on you. Well, That's a lot of fucking ejaculate. Well, you know what the funny thing about it is? Oh, you no. ever crack the egg and have to wipe it up off the floor? Yeah. That shit takes a fucking ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd rather pick up dog shit, you know, shit. You know what I'm saying? Off the floor and then have to clean up goddamn uh you say you just dropped two eggs. 
you know, ejaculate comes up surprisingly quickly. But it dries like egg. It does dry like egg, but it comes it comes up easy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know. I'm, I think that's because here we got told y'all music. Big words tonight. Big words. That's because it coagulates. Shout out to Willie Williams if yes. you're listening. Coagulate. It, it coagulates quickly. <laughs> Go and bust the dictionary out for that one. I want roots. I want the whole etymology of that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure it is. You probably have the colds and the ague and then uh, I don't know what the LAT that might stand for lateral. <laughs> Big words are good for you children. Remember that always. Make sure you on Friday. Oh, is today STD Friday? It is, it is. Oh, I'm man. Waiting on, I'm waiting on Willie Williams right now. Today is STV Friday. We got to get it in. Willie, man, we got to get it in. You know, I don't like, you know, do what he's doing STV Friday, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, what, what should I do? I, I'm going to tell you like this. I know one thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to give shout-outs to all the real motherfuckers. Zakaya, Cosmic Ray, that nigga Blaze, of course E-Fade, we got uh, Shag Too Dope for your soul, because he's just too hipped out to even have a phone, those are real loyal motherfuckers, disloyal motherfuckers, if you did not hear your name, that doesn't mean that you're disloyal, it just means that hey, holla at me, disloyal. Now, I'm going to give a shout out to Jesus keeping his head up to the end. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Willie Williams and T.S. Madison for being a couple of my favorite YouTubers. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a, storm, uh, a shout out to, uh, what's her name, Stormy Daniels. <laughs> the horse face? No, that's, no. That's that what is. Trump called her. Yes, yes, but she's still keeping her head up because hey. even though she lost in court, we, you know what I'm saying? She's saying, I'm coming for that ass. I, they, um, I seen a cartoon said better a horse's face than a horse's ass, and they showed Trump as a horse's ass. It was it was great. It was great. Very, very satirically topic. Yeah. I, mm, hmm. I would like to give a uh, shout out to... Fuck it, myself, you know. Okay, then I gotta give a shout out. Now me, I gotta give a shout out to Wiz. That's my sound man, awesome than a bitch. I also gotta give a shout out to some of our strangers, uh, and what what's his name? Jeremiah Hobbs, Jeremiah Jobs. Shout out to the writer of the Bible. It got some passages in there that do a nigga good. Was that Shakespeare or Edgar Allan Poe? I'm not sure. Shut. Shout out to uh, what's his name, Bill Bill Thoreau. Shout out to him. Ooh, do you think the Bible would be the same? It ain't if Edgar Allan Poe wrote it. Well, I mean, of course, it wouldn't be the same. We know that. But do you think it would be as interesting? Do you think it would be for shit? You think it would be as useful? Yes. What do you think? I. Much like the white folk can find use of a murdering, cannibalistic serial killer's brain. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think if Poe read it, wrote it, 
Who we learned you how to spoke? Who learned <laughs> me how to spoke was myself and I and my mama. She did the best she could with Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. Oh my God. Speaking of Mr. Rogers, shout out to Mr. Rogers. Shout out to Mr. Rogers. An yeah. And very important part of my childhood. Mr. Rogers taught me the importance of the transition of coming from the outside in. Remember how he used to sit down, take off his shoes and shit, change the sweater and all of that? Yeah. To this day, that means something to me. Because there's a way you come from the outside into your home. And, it's a difference, yeah. It's a difference. And the way I was raised, it was just niggas out, out the, off the street just coming in and out. And I'm saying they weren't necessarily strangers. They blood-related, but... Mr. Rogers is the first person responsible for me understanding the idea of proper decorum, of time and place, of uh, maybe even situational, you know, clothing. Mm. I'm so sick of seeing people like put on a hoodie and a sports jacket at the same time. See, I like fooling somebody. I like you said that, like, you got situational clothing. I feel that you also have a situational mind frame. Absolutely. Because you have to, like, when you, in your own in your own area, your own you, you cool. Your you sovereign skin. territory. Yeah. Okay. You can just let loose. You can be you. You can walk around naked, you jack off on the floor, do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can't have no Michael Jackson sporadic erections out in public. You know what I'm saying? You might need to explain what uh, random Michael Jackson uh, erections are. Oh, well, we ain't telling the theory of Michael Jackson having uh, erections at random. That's why he's so good. Looking at an actual human and getting around. Yeah, Michael can't get it off. Wait, no, we didn't say he, he couldn't. We didn't think, we didn't suppose that he could. You gonna take it back a hundred years? I I don't suppose you gonna take it back there. I don't suppose Michael could look at a curvaceous woman, a muscular man, or a hairless child and get aroused. I believe Michael would probably be flying a gold kite, and the dick would get hard, and he would just pray it away. Mike could only come in his dreams. That's, That's what it. I'm thinking. That's it. He wasn't. He wasn't on them little kids like that. He just. He hung around kids because they were pure and they didn't lie. That, that's I, yeah, I honestly they probably believe. Got on his nerves less than grown motherfuckers. I, yeah, I honestly believe that's why that's what fascinated me. Because I rather, to be honest, I have kids. I have ten of them. Eleven, if you count Kyle McRae adopted me, and I really appreciate the honesty of children and their Speaking of kids and their pureness. My mother left me alone. At the age of six years old with a man that she barely knew. I'm sorry, again, I interrupted with my, you know. Because when I you were 17. Exactly. <laughs> that shit made me leave her house. And uh, ever since, you know. I well, see, that's, that's, you know that's a theft of innocence there. It was, it, your, your innocence was hacked. Your purity was infiltrated. I'm going to tell you, it was deeper than that. I went from my mother being 
my whole world to like, I wouldn't piss on this bitch if she was on fire. Yeah. And I don't say that like, it's, you know, fun fly on her. I say that be harshly because that's the way it is. And I'm not even going to say it's sad because it takes all types to make up the, the world. You say, um, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Where the money at? You know, you know, I, there's not much shit that I'm scared of. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this because it's Halloween. There ain't much shit that I'm scared of. But I was scared of Curtis Ray. Going through all that shit, that motherfucker was the only thing that had me have, that wanted to do right. Because if I was not right, my daddy's going to get in that ass. You understand what I'm saying? And put on put this on top of the abuse from the, the, the babysitter that we had, clean up till 12, 13. I'm, and I'm seeing now that that was the, what led up to the divorce because the way my dad handled the whole situation. My mom didn't respect that shit at all. Wasn't listening to me, thought I was lying. But when it come out that, yeah, it's all three of the kids. Yeah. And then some new shit pop up. My mom, she had had enough. And... The, the whole bullies in the neighborhood situation. But, it but, wasn't much shit that I was scared of. Let me ask you this. I hate to interrupt, but I do because at some point I feel like it, you were talking about like your mother has an equal sense of responsibility, but then sometimes I feel like, you know, you don't hold her as equally responsible. Because when, when I told her what happened, she's the only one that believed me. When I told her what, thing. When I told her what happened, she's the only one that believed me. And so she stopped sending us over there after that. My dad whooped my ass for whooping the dude. Because what happened was, I beat this nigga with, his lunch, with my lunchbox. The nigga that was coming over there and fucking with old girl. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole time I'm thinking, this is my girl. Caveman. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming up in here. I get to eat the coochie. She gets she cause she ride and grind up on me because it'll get hard and not go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And she ride and grind on me and it's and it's a little bit bigger than normal, so 